You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. Today we're going to finish looking at the strategies or the wiles of the seductress. And as I said yesterday, people don't wake up one day and say, let me make a horrific decision that has negative consequences in my life. What happens is little by little, they take steps toward it. And usually it's little vulnerabilities that they ignore. And I wouldn't even say compromises, little vulnerabilities that they ignore. And then something feels good inside of them because somebody's paying attention to them. Sooner or later, someone will come on to you and you'll be enticed. And it's important to recognize that that person doesn't necessarily want you as much as it seems that he or she wants you. What they really want is a conquest, because that's, in essence, what what we're seeing here. She's loud, verse 11, and wayward. Her feet do not stay at home. She's wily of heart, guarded of heart. And so what we've seen is that the strategies are to be brash, verse 13, come on hard and surprise you a little bit present an opportunity, and then be complimentary, give you flattery, make it think it's about you. And then today, uh, we're going to see in verse 16 and 18 that there's a sensual appeal, and then there's a reassurance in verses 19 and 20. So first, um, or fourth, uh, whatever the case may be, is the sensual appeal, verse 16 uh, through 18. She said, or it says this, I have spread my couch with coverings, colored linens from Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Um, come, let us take our fill of love till morning. Let us delight ourselves in love. And here's what is happening. Verse 16 and 17. These are descriptions of things that are used partly in seduction in that culture, um, perfume and aloes and cinnamon. But interestingly, they also were used in that culture. They were also used of embalming and for somebody who had died. Uh, maybe a double meaning here, a, a, little, a little way of saying, I want you to understand that there's something here that is, um, that, that is enticing, but is also going to lead to death. And the descriptions of the fine things paint a picture of this sensual experience. And in verse 10, uh, we're also told that she was dressed as a prostitute. So, so there's a sensual appeal or suggestive dress and then a suggestive environment saying, you can have, have this, this piece of me in this great environment. And if you start to notice and be drawn to somebody and you realize that they're creating sensual appeal on a regular basis, again, I'm not convinced that noticing that is sinful, but enjoying that would be a vulnerability. And then there's reassurance. And this is the the fifth indicator, or the fifth uh, strategy. This is verse 19 and 20. For my husband is not at home. For he has gone on a long journey. He took a bag of money with him, and at the full moon he will come again. And this is to basically give the illusion of safety and a lack of detection. Because he's away, um, there's this idea that, that no one will ever know. And this is ultimately an illusion. This is not something that is true. And so, 
What's important here is to be able to step back when you find yourself awakened to somebody who is not legitimate for you to be intimate with and say, am I being drawn into this light like somebody who's naive? And to be able to recognize it and see it and say, I am taking steps down a path that will not be um, beneficial in my life if I don't recognize it and stay back. And, and the implication is ultimately that, that, that this young man is basically walking around. And, and in verse 22, you, you see this. Um, let, let me put it in verse 21 and 22. It says, with much seductive speech, she persuades him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. And then it says, all at once, he follows her. As if to say, you know, it just happened. But it didn't just happen. There were all of these, these moments when he could have turned away and said, this, this is not what I want. And yet he continued to put himself in the place. And all at once, it says, he follows her as an ox goes to slaughter. And that is a significant picture because it seems all at once and he thinks he's strong and invincible. But really, it started all the way back at verse eight when he turned and went down her corner and didn't uh, the street um, and didn't pay attention to the to to the. Uh, vulnerabilities of environment. And then as a stag is caught fast till an arrow pierces its liver, as a bird rushes to a snare, he does not know that it will cost him his life. Again, the embalming picture in verse 16, and here it cost him his life. So know that this is nothing to trifle with in your life or in the life of a friend of yours. Know the strategies of somebody who is wily of heart. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.